The World Show with Nikki B. I'm Nikki B, and right now I am joined by tonight's special guest. Welcome to The World Show, Bonj. Hi, Nikki. Yes. I'm so excited to be here. It's good to have you here, yes. And um, you've got some beautiful songs. We're going to be sharing some of them. But first, let's go back to the beginning, Bonj. Tell me a little bit about where you grew up and when you decided to be involved in music. Uh, so I am born and bred from Soweto, Dobsonville, and that's where I grew up. And I think I started taking mu- music seriously when I was in high school at the National School of the Arts. Um, I was doing contemporary vocals there and classical flute, but I was obviously really into the contemporary music because we had um, a couple of um, vocal trainers would come in and you know, from time to time, teaches some jazz standards. And I think that's when um, I kind of fell in love with jazz. And I think as soon as I was done with my studies in high school, I was like, you know what, I want to pursue this further. Um, and I mean, I had people like Judith Supuma who were like alumni that I was looking up to at the time, I remember. But yeah, anyways, fast forward to Cape Town, getting to UCT, joining the jazz vocal performance pro- program there. And while I was there, I was actually, I started an electronic band um, with Clem Carr um, and Ruben Crowey and an amazing band is called uh, Ryan MacArthur. We played and, you know, around the festival scene, the club scene in Cape Town. Um, but at the same time, I was also writing with house producers and electronic producers. You probably know Shane Cooper. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, just trying to really, you know, throw myself in, you know, fully into the electronic music scene. But more, um, more importantly, I think like the Cape Town live music scene. Anyways, do that for a bit. And then I decided to come back in 2017, come back to Johannesburg. And just before coming back, actually cross paths with uh, Trezor, second songwriter. Yes. Um, and he was starting his label, Chacal Entertainment, in partnership with Universal Music. My partner, Clem Carr, convinced him to come out and see me perform one night. And I think he fell in love with my voice. And he was like, you know what? I really see something special in you. And I would love to, to give you an opportunity to further this thing if you're interested. And I was interested. Um, and yeah, I signed. And since then, I've been able to just release, you know, singles. And I've just released a body of work, a yes. journal. Um, that's just been a five-year, you know, project in the making. And I've just been making music ever since. I've been releasing music. I've had the opportunity to write for Anati. Um, I've had the opportunity to, um, yeah, also just be, you know, to have people who feature on this project, um, like DJ Zende, like Takapo, like Clem Carr, who's also, you know, my you know, long time writing partner um, and artists like Batundi, who's a bassist, a multi-instrumentalist and so many other producers on there. Um, but yeah, I guess we're going to talk about that a bit yeah, more. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about <laughs> Before it Before I more. give the whole story. Yeah. And in fact, I want to play the first song. Two things I want to say. The one thing I want to say, and I think that's what struck me about the album is because you undoubtedly a jazz singer, but you're bringing what I broadly refer to as new jazz or electro jazz because you're dealing with electro elements but you 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 have a jazz treatment in the way you deal with it and that's for me if, if I have to categorize I'd, I'd slip you nicely in with some of my favorite new jazz oh, artists wow. so there you go but before you went to the school and isn't that school closed down now I heard it was closed National School of the Arts National no, School of the Arts well it was actually going through financial problems okay. but luckily a group of uh, apparently amazing I think black um, uh, what women who are involved in technology I think um, yes. came together and were able to basically amazing. come up with some funds to yeah to keep the school open because so, for me that school isn't like when I say it's an institution it's more than an institution and if I think of just the opportunity it gives to a young person 
person who's artistically inclined, mm. you know? I mean, the environment for me, I always say this in my interviews, that the environment for me was just so inspiring and encouraging that it not... It did encourage me to pursue my, you know, my career, you know, further in music. But also I had, I developed such a deep appreciation for the arts in general, you know, yes. for dance, for, you know, for artists and um, for actors also, you know. So, yeah, like I feel like art is such an important thing in our, in, in society um, on a, just on a daily. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it's such a, a crucial institution. It's such an impor- important institution. And I'm glad it's kept open because I found myself there. I found my voice. And just to see so many young Young people who are just like-minded, ambitious, yes. driven to be creatives, like something that's unheard of, you know, yes. in, in a South African household, I feel like. Um, yeah, it was inspiring. It's so yes. encouraging. Yeah. Oh, no, that's very good news. I'm very relieved to hear that because mm. the last time I heard it was, you know, on its last yeah. legs. Yeah. So that's fantastic news. But what led you there? I mean, what happened when you were a child? Mm. Were you singing in the shower? Did you come <laughs> from a musical family? <laughs> you know, when I think about it, actually... So my older sister, um, she she's one of my older sisters is a singer as well, and she she was really into classical music and in specifically um, in particular uh, opera music. So she used to listen to a lot of opera music. She used to listen a lot to a lot of choral music also and gospel music. And I think just that exposure, you know, really and her singing all the time. Um, but. You know, just that, I think, you know, was, um, I don't know, I feel like was subconsciously, you know, something that impacted you know, impa- on yeah it was an impact you know um, over me and then I think when I was in church I think that's when I kind of realized that I've got something um, yeah I started singing at church um, just before actually going um, to NSA and I remember getting a chance to lead a song at church and everybody you know just came up to me afterwards and said wow that was such a moving performance and yeah we really think you've got talent we really think um, you've got something you know yes. in this and I initially thought oh I'd probably be a gospel artist you know, making gospel music. But yeah, I think it was church and just the exposure from my sister and my family, you know, at large. They're lovers of music. I mean, I remember going to what call Societe's or Stockfalls with my mom and my aunt. And, you know, what Stimela would always be blasting, Brenda Fuss would always be blasting, Miriam McEver would always be blasting through the speakers. And all the women would be just, you know, having a good time, enjoying themselves. And yeah, just that exposure to that music. And I just developed such a huge appreciation for South African music for um, I mean and one of my sisters got so much into Kwaito so I got exposed yes. to Bumshaka I got exposed to Bongo Muffin TKZ the list is long you know yes. just yeah I've had a I think you know having a family that loved music and enjoyed coming together you know through music just yeah it was, has, has been a huge impact um, and I love the way that you specifically said you were inspired by by the South African sounds as mm, well you know very much yes, so yes yeah like Tandis Mazai I mean yes. she's a huge inspiration Um, I was actually thinking about her on the way that oh you know thinking about how she's just you know managed to morph morph herself um, into this jazz artist but also you know this you know, I, f- I feel like Afro pop artist, you know, yes. um, and she's a rock star also. She is, so, absolutely. And yeah, she fits absolutely. in so many, you know, she, you can hear her in a piano mm. record, you can hear her in a house track, um, you can hear her in a folk track. Um, yeah, she's yes. amazing. And I've had people like her just to look up to and to be inspired, you know, by. And, and it's almost like when, when you get an artist like that, it almost as an artist, I'm sure, gives you that inverted commas permission. Oh, I can be I radical. Can, yeah. I can be serious. Yeah. I can be uh, flirtatious. I can 
can, you know, it, yeah. it almost says, I don't have to fit into one specific yeah. genre. Exactly. But let's hear a song off uh, a journal, which is your album. And I'm going to start with Fly Away because this was your first single. Tell me the story around the song. So Fly Away was actually one of the most recent songs that I wrote just before releasing the project. And I was in such a weird personal space where the label was kind of encouraging me to open myself up to writing with other people. And I was not that keen because, I mean, over the what the past 10 years that I've been working, I've I've had a you know a team of people or my people that I work with that I trust mm. um, and you know being creative is such a personal thing it's like you you have to be vulnerable and all those things and for I think for a minute I was like hesitant I was just like and you know the ego came in like self-doubt you know came through and I think as soon as I walked into that session though and I met these producers so I worked with a producer called Scales and another producer called Sonyezo and we had a songwriter who came in called Eugene and I mean it was a scary session um, because for me, it's like meeting new people. You know, yes, you don't know if they're yes. going to like you. You don't know if you're going to like them. You don't know if the vibe is going to be right. Yes. Um, and it's the first time that I'd been in a room like that um, with people working on my music. So it was so it was so nerve wracking. But as soon as I got into the room, I think the music literally spoke and moved in the room. Yes. Um, the guys were so so graceful. You know, just to you know be a part of this journey with me. And I'm so grateful that I went through that. That I opened myself up to working with them or to just open myself up in general to working with um, more producers or singer-songwriters outside of my you know comfort zone because yeah the song has just been opening so many doors well, for me well that's it I think the um, song is the song that's really put you on the map yeah, yes and it feels good you know and yes. I feel like it's it's so much of who I am and where I come from it's got the guaito it's got the electronic it's got the you know the pop sensibilities in it and it's got a little bit of that jazz that um, new jazz <laughs> I keep talking about yes. so yeah Fly Away has just been a breath of you know of newness for me and just opening myself up to collaboration really and working with you know many talented people yes. um, and yeah that's fly away and I love it when there's songs that you know ca- as you say came up late in the project <laughs> or whatever and suddenly they're the ones yeah. that catches everyone's attention first beautiful let's hear fly away I'm speaking to the beautiful Bonge her album has just been released and it's called a journal on the world show we'll fly away Nine five nine, beautiful. Fly away. Bonge is the artist. She's with us in the studio. The album is a journal, and it's of course her debut. Now I was asking you then, and I stopped you because I said, no, 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 no. This is a story we've got to share. So basically, I said to Bonge, "Is Bonge like an old nickname? Did you have it growing up?" And you said to me, "It's a long story. It started all the way um, in college when I was at ECT, and you know." bunch of friends of mine we were sitting around namely I remember Spam Lolosa you probably know her yes. Tandin Dooley yes. <laughs> and a few others Lana Krauster so many um, Vuyo Sotashe was there and we were just talking about the future just thinking you know uh, dreaming daydreaming like what are we going to call ourselves where are we going to be and I can't remember but somehow I remember telling them about a story about how in primary school one of my Hindu teachers couldn't pronounce my name Bongiwe yes. and she pronounced it as Bongiwe 
<laughs> and they found it so funny. And Tandy was the actually the one who piped up and was like, "Well, you should shorten that." Bonch sounds really cool, but she was yes. taking a dig at me. I know yes. that. <laughs> if you're listening, Tandy, <laughs> she was taking a dig at me. And next thing I knew, everybody started calling me Bonch. It kind of stuck, and yes. yeah, I just oh, owned it, beautiful. and I'm owning it right now. And I feel like it's also a nice play on the spelling of my name instead of using the J. Use, I mean, instead of using the G, use the J. Yes. Um, yeah. No, that's beautiful. <laughs> so Bonch is what she is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very catchy name. <laughs> I thought maybe you'd come and say it's got some like a meaning in Polish or you know. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's uh, yeah. Thank you, Tandy. <laughs> really? Yes. I do owe her. She she reminds me from time to time that yes. hey, I'm checking in on you. <laughs> but now you said that this album was the result of five years. Uh five years work. I don't know if that's the right way to phrase mm. it. Or it actually took five years to finalize it. Tell me the reasons behind, you know, that extended period mm. of time. Um, what were the specific reasons of any? <sighs> Creativity, really, you know. Yes. Sometimes, I mean, because I, I think I had initially finished the, pro, the the project, actually, and it was a full 10-track project, and this was in 2019, done and dusted, mixed, mustard, and COVID happened. Yes. And then I started rethinking things and rethinking how the body of work would sound, and I was writing also at the time so there were new songs that I was writing and I was like oh there's some new material that I'd actually like to add and I was kind of like changing the songs you know and why I'm saying it's a five year project Ain't It True Hangover those two songs are actually songs that I carried from my band from Cape Town so they're you know actually like a decade old and I was still trying to figure out are these is this still a relevant you know song for me to be releasing but I literally was just re-workshopping the songs and re-figuring out the project and you know figuring out what I wanted to say how I wanted people to perceive the to receive the project and yeah I feel like these seven tracks are the ones that you know clearly you know I'll give you a small glimpse um, or give you an idea of you know what I'm into the type of music that I'm into and the type of artist that I am and I just plan on growing and you know pushing the sound you know further and now as somebody who studied jazz this is definitely a departure as I said what I enjoy about the album is that it brings a new jazz element it's got so there's definitely the jazz at play but you know have you did you ever face any challenges because you're working with your band with an electro vibe in clubs as you say working with house producers or electro producers was there ever any comeback for that from the purists oh <laughs> that's a very interesting one mm. wow um you know in cape town actually when i was you know messing around in the electronic scene it did feel a bit like there were yes. definitely there were purists who were like uh we don't know about this why don't you just stick to i mean i do have my friends you know i love them dearly right now who who will come up to me with i feel i feel like a loving you know yes. message would be like you know i really love your the jazz stuff that you really do you know that stuff you know you really should go back to writing that type of music you know mm. that's soulful music and i'm like i'm okay with that you know mm. i'm absolutely okay with it because i know myself and i feel like i find so much power in being able to be so versatile and to absolutely. be able to exist on a pop track on a house track and maybe i'm a piano track you know yes. but still have those elements as in my voice being the common thread my songwriting skills being the common denominator yes. you know so yeah i'm not scared they can say what they want to say yes. <laughs> no i love i love the fact that you're doing it and i mean you were speaking about tandiswa and i was mm. recently uh, lucky enough 
to have Angelique Joe on the show. And I realized with her as well, the first time I saw Angelique was, wow, 20 something years ago. And I saw her perform at um, what was then Mega Music. Hmm. And she was into the whole pop thing. I mean, her first albums were like totally pop. Her style was totally, she was wearing like bright pink, shiny, hot pants. And she was really this Afro pop princess. And then she went off on all these tangents and actually released a whole lot of albums working with people from Cuba to Brazil to wherever, but and also thematically very, very strong messages. Mm. And the second last album she released was a tribute to uh, Celia Cruz, who was the great Cuban uh, singer, which is very steeped in Cuban tradition. And now her latest, she's working with all the young Nigerian mm-hmm. stars. Yeah. And she's gone right back almost full circle to that pop-infused yeah. thing. Yeah. And for me, I love that and I would encourage that. I'm still interested to hear when you do release a jazz mm. a, inverted commas jazz album <laughs> but please don't ever feel like those are the you know the parameters yeah. thank you that's so encouraging yes. I feel like there are so many artists who need to hear that especially somebody who's probably mm. in an institution right now and trying to figure out what do I do after this yes. do I need to follow this strict path there's so many ways to express ourselves and I feel like once you find that voice once you find that thing that you know makes you happy that you know is exactly who you are and yes. it represents who you are because yeah. you spoke about this album almost being as an accumulation of your experiences. Mm, absolutely. It's yes. been like a, a timeline, you know, yes. for me. Like, I can remember with Ain't It True, I can remember when we were writing the song. Yes. It was in our, you know, basement um, yes. in Cape Town, a dusty one. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it's in a, on a rainy day in Cape Town. I yes. can tell you specifically what time, what date. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's literally just been a record of every every single my, my journey you know it's yes. been a record of the people that I've met it's been a record of experiences that I've had yes. and yeah just my, and also it's I feel like it's a it's it's almost just like a you know a, a record for me to be able to see how, how much I've grown as a songwriter as well yes. so yeah it's literally just been an audio timeline for me to see oh this is what you've done so far there's so much more and I want to just close this chapter and open and a, start, and start a new one, one. Yes. yeah start a new one yes. and yeah and who knows some of those songs you didn't put on this album might come might on the come next. Might come on the next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now let's hear another track and I, I I thought I wanted to play you've got a couple of as I say quite upbeat electro tracks. Yeah. So I definitely wanted to play one tonight. Oh. Uh, Shivers. This My is with favorite. the couple. Tell me about this track. Uh, so this was like literally a demo track um, that I'd written with Clem Carr who's my writing partner and we really didn't think anything of it. I remember just sending it to Trezo and I was like oh this is something that we just recently wrote. Yes. Next thing I know I get a beat back and he's like oh by the way it's a couple wrote a whole you know arrangement around this and it was absolutely beautiful yes. and from there Clem and I decided you know what let's make let's create a whole arrangement behind it and Clem came up with the horn arrangement so that the, the live saxophone the live horns that you hear are actually all arranged by Clem he actually played the sax also and yeah he played live keys as well we added live keys on there and it was just so beautiful to have somebody like the couple also be open you know to yes. just you know doing something new um, I feel like so yeah it's exciting I love the song because 
it's just it's everything that I love. It's got the house, it's got the jazz, it's got I feel like the neo soul. I love yes, it. Yes. Um and just the to have the that horn arrangement just makes it so sweet and so beautiful. Um and so romantic. <laughs> Absolutely. Bonge of her album A Journal. This one is Shivers featuring her collaboration uh with Takapo. It is of course the world show. I'm Nikki B and uh, thanks for being with us. Nine five nine on the street on the air, shivers, bunch featuring the cup on that one. It's off Bonja's album, A Journal. And of course, she is with us tonight celebrating her debut album, A Journal. Beautiful. Thank you yes. so much. Thank you, you see, there's that jazz I was saying. There it is. I love it. <laughs> love that fusion. Yeah. But again, I'm a big fan of electro jazz and I'm a big fan of house. And yeah. so thank you for bringing it all together in this. Yes. Thank you for appreciating it. It means a lot when, you know, somebody receives the music, you know, exactly how you heard it and how yes. you, you know, were hoping somebody would receive it. So, yeah. Yes, beautiful. And so, you speak a lot about songwriting. Tell me about your processes. I mean, are you somebody, what do you get inspired by? Where do the songs come from? Uh, you know, do you dream about them? Do you work them? Is it the lyrics that come first, the poetry? Mm. How does it go? Mm. It's so, I haven't really actually, I've been trying to figure out what is my actual routine. Yes. But I think I'm usually mostly inspired by the music, you know, it can be just you know a piano arrangement or an, a beat like almost like a not a, a demo you know production yes. um but yeah like i think the music for me more than anything has to make me feel something and so that really it does inspire you know the melodies and you know the, the the lyrics you know um yeah so the lyrics follow the music mm, in a sense in a sense you respond to the music and that's what where the lyrics are coming yeah. from and i think it's it's very rarely that i it works you know the other way around where Yes. I'd maybe sometimes I do come up with a melody. Um, I know Hangover is actually you know a melody that I came up with while Clem was like messing around on synth on his microcore. Yes. So sometimes they do come. You know, a melody comes. You know, flows in, and I dream about it. You know, um, and I just sing it, and he, he can interpret it. You know, on keys, and you know, a song comes alive. Um, but yeah, I haven't really figured out what is it. I, yes. I feel like, but the music mostly informs you know the the feeling and the the lyrics and what comes after. And obviously themes, themes, mm. uh, a lot about love, actually. <laughs> yes. yes. I always say we can never spread enough love, so carry <laughs> on. <laughs> yes. So that's where the inspiration yeah. is. Essentially, yeah. it's about love. Yeah, it's about love. And I mean, my writing partner, Clem Kai, is yes. my fiancé, yes. you know, so Hi, I feel Clem. like it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Clem. <laughs> he's, it, he's being very shy. I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so so it's, it's hard, I think, for the music, for my music, you know, yes. um, not to to have that because I, I, I'm an, I am in in a, in a loving relationship. Yes. And I mean, the people around me also, you know, it's just love. So, yeah. Yes. I, and let's not? keep spreading that love. Yeah. The world needs it. The world needs it. So now, obviously... This came, as, you know, in the middle of this COVID pandemic, because I don't know whether to say, like, you know, when we were in the COVID, we still are. We still are. And who knows, we might we, go into lockdown. Yes. But what, ah, 
Okay, let me do this and then I must remember to speak to you about that beautiful video. But so what is it like for you as an artist? What are your plans in terms of live performances? Uh, did this, obviously the COVID, I'm sure inhibited a lot of what you'd hoped would happen with this album? Absolutely. I mean... Uh, normally out doing a press, you know, tour yes, and, and meeting, playing gigs, yeah, and playing gigs, and yes. So it's been, it's been, it's kind of you know have it has halted, you know, me yes. pushing the project a bit further. But I'm also okay with you know taking this time to you know slow because I have been able uh, with the digital space that we're in. It's not like I haven't been able to share and spread the music yes. um, a bit further. But yeah, it's been. But it would be nice to see performances. So nice. you know? uh, so I am planning. I'm definitely yes. planning a, a live setup. I'm, I'm yes. working. On a you know a live music show, and I am looking for those gigs. Yes. <laughs> so I'm hoping they come. I'm hoping summertime's um, coming. Yeah, things are opening coming, up. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I'm also keen to like you know host my um you know host my own shows. You know where I'm using my own space, maybe doing yes. intimate you know um yes. small shows. So yeah, I'm definitely considering you know just yes. getting out there. I've been hibernating for a very long time. Yes. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, we all have. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm ready. I'm ready to just to get out and let you know the music. Yes, yeah, because it'd be great to see you perform around Joburg as well. Mm. And as you say, the diversity of whether it's a small intimate thing or whether it's it's in a in a club or mm. a venue, you know. Yeah. And I think your music can actually move between those two. Absolutely, I love it. <laughs> Before I forget, we've got to go back to Fly Away yes. and this beautiful video I did post it on the World Show. Yeah. Uh, and tell us about the animation of that. <sighs> So I didn't even think that, you know, the label would be keen on, you know, this concept. And it's actually the management team who came up with it. And I was, I mean, animation totally up my alley. Like yes. I'm into that stuff. And that's because of my partner, like into sci-fi, into fantasy, yes. into anime um, because of him. So, yeah, I was excited when, you know, um, the management team came up with this concept. And they were like, listen, we've got this um, illustrator. We've got this animation artist. He's amazing. And we've got this concept. We just need to pitch it to the label and see what happens. Yes. And was surprised that they Amazing. loved it yes. and yeah we were just so who is the animator ah, Poncho Siketi is amazing yeah, we must um, give a big credit yes there. please huge yes. credit Poncho amazing amazing shout out to Poncho really yes. he really brought the story alive and I think the really sweet thing about the, the video for me is that it's about my hometown you know where I come from it yes. showcases you know a little bit of you know Soweto where, yes. you know the yeah my place of birth and a place that I love you know Um, but also it's it showcases, you know, pop culture, South African pop culture, yes, you know, it's, yes. it's a beautiful celebration of pop, uh, South African pop culture. Um, and I just, it, I just love that it celebrates, you know, a different form, you know, of, I mean, I had the option of, you know, doing a whole glitz and glam production yes. for the video. And I'm glad I opted, you know, to go this yes. direction. And, you know, the pandemic kind of also, you know, made me think, you know, this direction where it's like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes so appropriate, you yes. know. Um, and I'm glad we were able to, Poncho was able to, you know, create this beautiful story and this illustration and this animation, yes. just telling the story um, of Soweto, telling the story of South African pop culture. Yes. Um, yeah. And the figures, you know, that we love and that we laugh yes. at or we, you know, <laughs> we embraced, we, yeah, we celebrate. And Soweto style. And, and Soweto style and all yes. that. Yeah. Yes. You know, all that, all. 
all, and all, also all for it. me it relates back to what you were saying earlier about appreciating learning to appreciate through going to school learning to appreciate the different mm. arts and this is collaboration not just musical collaboration mm. but collaboration with the visual artists absolutely yes so yeah shout out to poncho like yes. thank you so much for making this come alive yeah. yes got two more songs i've got to play so we better get on with them the next track i'm going to play is ain't it true mm. what do you want to tell me about this one ain't it true uh one of the songs also that i wrote with my band in cape town um klim has a sax solo on there actually and yeah it's a song um that i wrote also inspired by fees must fall by young people just rising up and speaking up in our country and really it's just addressing social ills yeah Thank you so much. Uh, there we go. Something that is uh, added to her repertoire where she really, really spreads the love. Oh, one yes, more thing, Nikki. Please, Bonch. Uh, Ain't actually made it onto Coming to America's. Um, that's right. Yes, I think. <laughs> Thank you for mentioning that. Yes, that's definitely one yes. of the major highlights. It you made know. it onto the yeah, soundtrack. Especially for, it's one of the songs, you know, that I carried through from the band. So, yes. yeah, just for it to see new life and new breath. And yes. This, you know, break global project fantastic congratulations <laughs> on Thank that you so much so featured on the soundtrack of a huge international movie take my hand i'll show you won't you trust me i know you The show is almost finished and I wanted to play all these songs and we've run out of time. But uh, thanks to uh, Concord, the mm. fabulous, famous, brilliant Concord Nikabende. He wrote in Bonj, what a voice. Uh, there you go, getting Legend. lots of love. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bonj, it's been such a pleasure having you here. Oh. And I, I can't believe how much the time I know. flies. We don't have much time. Yes. And I have to end with at least a minute or two of uh, Ngia Zifela. Thank you, Ngia Zifela. Yeah. Tell me about Ngia Zifela. Ngia Zifela, <laughs> it's a funny one for me because uh, uh, somebody like Beyonce is actually an inspiration, and in, in this song in particular, um, for me, it's like a huge R and B. Like it's a it's a homage to R and B music. It's a homage to Afro soul, also. Yes. Um, and I write in Isuzulu, you know, in this song, like from top to bottom. And I know this. I don't do that a lot, you know, in my songs. So it's it, it's one of my favorite songs because that's you know I was able to express myself in you know my mother tongue and yeah it's just I hope to do more of that you know in the next project and. Yeah, that's why it's so special to me. Yazifela, it's just a sweet, you know. It's a beautiful song. I couldn't <laughs> leave without playing some of the song. Thank you so much for joining Thank you us. Thank so much for having and me. And please let us know when you're performing, things are going to open up. Absolutely. And keep us updated. Absolutely. Thank you so thank much, Thank you, Bonj. And thank you for celebrating women uh, or being on the show as we celebrate this women. Has this has been a month. dream and a full circle moment, you know, obviously growing up listening to you. So, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks to bunch of her album a journal this one is Ngi Ya Zifela uh, whatever else you do this week make sure that you keep shining and of course keep it Kaya <laughs>
The World Show with Nikki B on Kaya 959.